You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, into the podcast week. It's a Thursday, and that means that's it for me and Al for uh, for this week. Al, what's up? How are you doing? You oh, can't... hi. Yeah, hey, how you doing? So I was very surprised today during the show that your habits of being the uh, condo police came up, and then you had no problem explaining to the guys, which you know they're going to kill you for it. You had no problem coming clean with the way you are. Yeah, condos. Uh, have a lot of rules and you're 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 living right next to other people above other people below other people so i like to follow rules especially rules that are simple rules no doubt and we just i think we discussed this tuesday i'm i get it absolutely i was stunned you actually got into it with them and i will say actually i do put my name on it i i said on the air i do it anonymously i, I do not i, I hope I, you put your name i i send from my email address i sign my name i tell the uh condo people what unit i'm in the problem i have with with uh people at the condo is uh, people who are really terrible at knowing what gets recycled. Okay. It's very simple. There's blue bins, there's a shelf, and there's the garbage. Right. Uh, In the blue bins goes glass, aluminum, right? Yeah. uh On the shelves go paper. Okay. Everything else goes in the garbage. Well, people are putting wire hangers in the... um, in the blue recycling bin, people well, are putting metal. people are putting eggshells in the eggshells. Why would eggshells go in the garbage? They're taking their their junk mail and putting it in where the glass bottles go. And not paper. No, this drives you nuts. It drives me nuts. So I I um, a couple times has have written a, a nasty note that I typed up <laughs> and said I would actually write, "Listen, you dummies, this is simple. Do you see the blue bin? Here's what you put in it. Do you see the shelves? Here what you put on it." Do you have something that's on neither of these categories? Goes in the giant dumpster. <laughs> that's it. And you, what'd you do? Tape it to the bins out there? I taped it to all the bins. Oh my God. And then um, someone from the condo association removed it and put up a sign. Do not put up signs here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the residents are doing a terrific job at recycling. So you're the jackass. Yeah. And then, uh, as I said on the show today, uh, I share a, I have a weird situation with the garage. I have my own garage for my car. But when you open my garage door, I can get into the other three garages. Which is really weird. Yeah, a little strange. But the condo rule is your garage has to be clean enough to fit your car in it. Makes sense. So the people next to me who live below me who 
I really do not like. Mm. They uh, use it as like a hoarding episode of Hoarders. They just have all their garbage there. So I always call the association on them and I take a photo and all that stuff. You take a photo of their garage? Well, it's... I take it from my garage, from my vantage point. This is what I'm looking so at. So there's not a. I, I, under, I yeah, thought I understood. I thought there was an entrance for all three garages, but the garages were separated by walls. No, no walls. They're oh just, wow! Yeah, you have a separate door to pull your car in, but I can walk. That's why you really can't keep valuables in your garage. That's really interesting. You, I could, you, you know, some one of the jackasses, the person who lives below me, they might leave the garage door open all all day long. So you're saying it's basically like a house that's got a two-car garage. Yeah. The only yes. difference is instead of one garage door going up, there are separate doors yes. for your space. That's a great way. Oh, I don't like that at all. It. Yeah. So they can fool around with their, your car if they want. If they want it. Wow. Well, that's I'm a nice community. It doesn't happen. It. It does. <laughs> I do not slash my tires. No, none of them slashing your tires. Yeah. So I am the um, the police. You are the condo are the police, condo and I have no cop. problem. I have no problem with it. In fact, I've often thought about running for condo board. Oh, my oh God. I would just be don't knocking you have on doors. Anything else to do? I do, but this interests me. And what? Why did you run for governor then of Basking Ridge? What? Why it interests me because it, it's such simple rules to follow, and people can't follow even the simplest rules. You realize how frustrated me. you would be in that job because no one's going to listen to you. Oh, but here's I'd levy fines. Oh my god! And I've had this argument with my condo place. I go, you guys don't do anything about any of these rules. You so have. there's no repercussions. No, like for example, in my condo association, you're not allowed to have a dog. There's no dogs allowed. Okay. I said to them all the time. I go. I could go get a dog tomorrow. You guys would do nothing about it. You're going to send me a letter, and then what? Right. They'll go, well, then we would send another letter. I go, okay. <laughs> Great, keep sending How letters. How many letters are you sending? A dog's 12. Right. How's that gone? So I keep threatening them to them I'm going to get a dog. And you're never going to get a dog. No, but I just like to threaten Jerry. Mm. So that's you're, what my life has come to. You're the prize of the condo the association. Condo police. Oh, Christ, it's Dukes again. What does <laughs> yeah. he want? They see me walking around. They probably don't think I work because I'm, I'm wandering around at like noon. Yeah. The homeless guy. <laughs> well, not homeless. The jobless guy. Yeah. They don't see me leaving at 2.30 in the Jesus, morning. Good Lord. Jerry, I saw this today in the newspaper that uh, O.C. Humanura, however you say that name. You said it perfectly. Uh, and and Pierre Paul uh, communicated, Jason Pierre Paul. Yeah, I get that. about yeah about his hand and all that stuff. Right, <laughs> but they did it via FaceTime, which is okay. the uh, video chatting. Yeah, which I found very strange for two men to be video chatting with each other. Do you find that weird? Yes. Like if I if I I know you don't have an iPhone, but if you had an iPhone, no, but I have an and iPad I, and, and I FaceTime yes. my son. Okay, so let's say I FaceTime called you just to talk about tomorrow's show. Yes. Weird, right? Uh, I would wonder what the hell you were doing. Because what do we do? Stare into each other's eyes on the on the FaceTime? <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, it's neat with the kids. Right. I could even say once in a while with the wife, if you're yes. away for a week, you want to say hello. But beyond that, I mean, come on, man. No, I would. I don't think I'd ever FaceTime you. It was great when uh, I just discovered this FaceTime. So my gal it was in, um, in uh, Aruba on vacation right. for like 10 days. Yeah. But we were able to FaceTime. It felt like I was kind of in Aruba. Uh, something like that, yeah. Because you could see all the background. It's very clear video. Oh, it, listen, when we were in Arizona for the Super Bowl, I was able to do it uh, maybe twice or three times. FaceTime with, the kids? Yeah, especially with my 10-year-old. 
And it's neat. And he's walking around with the iPod in the house. Yeah. And, you know, the little guy's doing this. You know, look at this. I show me the homework he did, like a project he did. It's great. It really right. looked dead. It's sunny out. Okay. It's another level than just a phone call. Oh, it absolutely is. No question. But not for two guys. Two guys just to, like, talk about their uh, football and life. Just yeah. chatting on FaceTiming each other. So the finger's gone, huh? Let me see. Yeah. Show it to me. Well, I guess maybe that, that's why he FaceTimed Maybe. Him. He wanted to see it for himself. All right. I'm maybe not trying to be an idiot, but, you know. I don't know. I'll maybe give you that one. You mentioned Yuminyora. Are you aware of this kid that the Giants drafted in the third round who Yuminyora thinks is going to be hopefully as good as him or better than him? And I'm no. just very excited when broadcasters have to say the name quickly. What is his name? So they've shortened his first name to Owa. 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 O-W-A. Owa. Right. Well, this is right. O-C and now there's Owa. And his last name is Odigizua. Owa Odigizua. Do they call him Owa Odi? I don't know what they call him, but can you imagine that when he's like on a rush sacking the quarterback? I feel bad for Bob Papa. That's a rough one. Or how about how about these national guys that kind of you know they fly in for like one giant game a year, right? And they got to like Dick Enberg's got to do a giant game, and he's got to deal with Owa Odigizua. <laughs> I mean, good luck with that. And the person stitching the, the name on the jersey has oh, got to be God. like you know, well, double checking, triple checking. I have had in all the years I've done Columbia now. This will be my tenth season. I have had a, on a couple of occasions where I've had names, specifically in basketball, where I've had names, I look at them, I say, holy crap. And in basketball, the game's fast. And I would literally spend 45 minutes just pumping the name, doing it, reading it, reading it, saying it, saying it different ways, blah, 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 blah. And then you'll get to the game. And the first opportunity, it's oh, because <laughs> you're rethinking it again in your head. Oh like, my, what was I supposed yeah, to call this guy? Yeah, and you're telling guy? yourself, "Don't screw it up." You just practiced it. You worked on it. You watch video on the kid on YouTube, so you feel like you've got it, and then you don't. And I, oh man, I'm telling you, it ain't good. Did you? Uh, you know, the story today came out that the Jets had called OC to try to get him, yeah. to play for them, right? Which I didn't think was too ridiculous because last year the Falcons were on. Um, Hard knocks. Yeah. And that guy was like a really good guy to have in the locker room. Like he was even tempered. Yeah. He was talking to the rookies. He was an experienced guy, almost like could be like a player coach type of guy. So it didn't seem crazy to me that the Jets would reach out to him, even if he isn't no is no longer physically like uh, at the top of his game to be a starter. I'm with you. I don't know why he can't be. Seen on third down situations, right. second and long. I'm with you. I didn't think it was crazy either, but some thought it was. A good locker room guy. Uh, yes, I would have thought he would have made a very good locker room guy, Ooh. but apparently not, and he's not very interested. We're just talking about the Giants. Uh, you brought this to my attention. I did not see this story. Um, I've been you know, editing tape since 4 o'clock this morning. Uh, Odell <laughs> Beckham Jr. Oh, yeah. So apparently he thought that the Jets and Giants didn't play in the same state. Right. He wasn't aware that they're both from Jersey, yeah, which he, is amazing to me. He thought the Giants were New York and the Jets were New Jersey. Which is hysterical because most people think the Giants are Jersey and the Jets are renting their stadium still, right. even though they both share and paid for it. That is, How is that possible? How are you uh, You're going to go into the NFL? It means you're clearly a, a football fan. You've probably been following it since you were tiny, tiny. How do you not know that? Right there, what you just said is the assumption, we all make it, we're wrong. A lot of these guys do not watch. Which is, I can't tell you how many locker rooms I've been in, and you get to talking to guys, they don't know. They don't know the history of the teams, which is fair. That's fine. If you're not a huge fan, I get it. They don't even watch. They're not interested. How many of these guys, when their season's over, they're in Hawaii, they don't even know who's who wins playoff games. 
because to them it's a job now at this point, and they don't care. A kid like Odell Beckham Jr., maybe he wasn't watching. Maybe he's a college football fan, kind of like the way, you know, if you take away the years I've done Columbia, I know nothing about college football, and I have no problem admitting it because my Sundays from the time I was three years old have been consumed by the NFL. My father never pushed college football on us because Sundays was football day. Now, there was no Sunday night football in the 1980s, but from, man, I tell you, when the NFL today started at noon, we were in front of the TV until 7.30 every Sunday. So we never did it on Saturday. Yeah, because if he got you in the college football, then you're never going oh, out. Oh, God, then your weekends are shot for how many weeks? Yeah. So maybe Beckham grew up in a, in a in a household where it was college football, college football, and the occasional NFL game. I don't know. Why don't we like college football here? I don't know the answer to that because there are, you know, schools like Alabama and Oklahoma and even Georgia, Tanya Herschel Walker days you can look at. They've got such great traditions. Ohio State now, LSU, I mean, they're good teams recognizable code maybe because it's a coach's game or maybe because the, there's no big teams around here right uh it's possible i mean i remember i went to when i i had to be 10 or 11 years old we went to a texas penn state game in the meadowlands and it was awesome the tailgate was phenomenal and i remember half the stadium was orange the other half of the stadium was white for penn state and it was great and i remember i'm like i'm gonna be a penn state fan and i think that lasted three weeks I just, I don't know. I, I never, I never caught on to it. Yeah. Not interested. You never built momentum here. No. And it maybe because I, I think part of it is also why I've never gotten too into college basketball. There's too many teams. There's too many conferences. We're constantly changing and expanding the conferences. I don't know about you. I mean, can you tell me all the teams and what's now the pack? Was it the pack 12 now? No, I don't know I mean, any teams. It's, I mean, if you, if I, trust me, if I gave you five minutes to think about it, just logically, you would think of them, but it doesn't roll off your tongue like NFC East. And they've changed that too a little bit. But it's just, I don't know, there's not there's not the same connection to me with college football like there is in the NFL. No. Yeah, I feel like you have to have either gone to the school or live right near the school. Yeah, if you, well, if you go to the school, there's your connection. I wish, part of me wishes I went to Rutgers so that I could be a Rutgers fan. Well, you, I bet tons of people went to Rutgers and don't care about Rutgers but I sports. Like spo- but I like sports. I you like even football. like sports. Had I gone to Rutgers, I, no question I would have been to every game every Saturday as a student. And I think if you make that investment, if you're a sports guy, like I think I'm a sports guy, I think I would have followed through and still watched Rutgers football. I have no connection to it. I don't care. Al, we're guys, right? I mean, I am. Right, I'm, you are? I am. Now, I saw your condo. It's awesome. I actually like it a lot. Here's what you need, though. And you're going to go to touchandmodern.com to get it. They have, we talk about their new sales basically daily and great savings, all this wonderful stuff, stuff for guys, right? They have Fanimation fans. Now you're like, Fanimation, what? All right. You see ceiling fans? What are they usually? They're boring. They're just like five little uh, things and they spin around and it's they're not, they don't even look good. Well, touchandmodern.com now has Fanimation ceiling fans and not only that, they've got these really cool standing fans. One I'm actually going to buy for the house because remember when I had the barbecue, I had a fan outside, boring, ugly little black one. Check this thing out. Well, you can't see it from here. Well, you but it's got it all me. sorts. It's got like a design fan. It's like metal looking. It's got a cool chrome look to it. And I'm telling you, the sale price is tremendous. It's like almost 50%, actually more than 50%. Touchamodern.com. It's not just a store for guys. It's a cool store for guys. That's what I say. Plus, when I would go over to your house, I would be like this. Jerry, is that a fan of yours? 
Jerry, right now, applause, applause. listeners can get immediate <laughs> access to that fan and much more when they sign up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow, well, that fan may not be there, Jerry. It'll be all new stuff, different stuff. That's how life rolls when you're men in the fast lane like me and Jerry. Something like that. Jerry, we always like to work porn into well, the Well, you usually do, bring right? that story That's in. That's true. Right, you work the porn in. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, I found some uh, porn statistics that are I found interesting that I thought this, you would find interesting. It's from the show this morning. Does this have anything to do with your bionic penis? No. Okay. And you took that out of context and gave N- it me? to Eddie, and no. I did not appreciate that. I never do that. We did a story about a guy who had a bionic penis. His was uh, torn off, actually, in an uh, accident. He had a bionic penis. I was... Uh, referencing that and then you guys played it this morning out of context not right. the guy that had the detachable penis uh no those are two different guys probably didn't have not spoken <laughs> okay here's two things for you jerry all right cool this is a uh, pornography on the internet all right all right uh this is a headline called nobody watches porn on christmas christmas has a 38 percent decrease in traffic for pornography a close second is New Year's Eve, which sees a 37% decrease in traffic. Now, I understand the Christmas one for sure. Right. Because you do not want to watch porn and do what you do knowing it's Christmas. Right. Well, especially while if you're you got a family. <laughs> Even if you don't have a family. I, I live by myself. I, Has it come up on Christmas? Sure. But do you think it's Christmas I shouldn't? Yes. And then you go the other direction. I was thinking the family route. Guys, play with your new Elmo toy. I'll be back in a little while. <laughs> I don't understand the New Year's Eve one. I unless I you're guess thinking most people are out. Maybe. It's a big date night. Yeah, big you, date night. You know you can't do that and then go on a date. But you're weird. You know or, how many guys do do that and then go on a date? Young guys. You're not 90. I know, but I'm 45, almost 46. I can't be doing that and then going on a date. That would not work for me. I had a friend of mine once who told me, I still have him, he's still my friend. I remember he told me when we were probably 22 or 23, and he was four years older than me, and I just got engaged. I was 23 when I got engaged. So it was right around then. I'm going to tell you the key to a successful marriage. I said, oh, this is great. You know, this is a 27-year-old's going to tell you. From my buddy who's been married now for six years. He got yes. married when he was 21 or 22. He goes, you're going to use the computer, and you're going to do what you got to do, and then you're going to do what you got to do with the wife. Like, I'm not following. Right. And he had to lay the whole thing out for me. Goes completely against what you are saying. So he is saying to watch porn to get one out of the way. <laughs> Yes, I guess and then that's do that. what he's saying, yes. I think once you reach a certain age, if you get the one out of the way, the other one may not happen. Now, I always thought, am I right about this? Because you've done these types of stories before. I have. Isn't Thanksgiving a very popular day for the porn after the football games? Are over? Yes, after the football games, because people get upset when their teams lose. Right, and, and Super go, Bowl night. They go right to the porn. And Super Bowl night, because people lose a lot of money. Yes, how about this, Jerry? The day of the week where porn is used most often. Okay. Give me that one. What do you think? Um, day of the week. What day of the week? 
let's go Monday because Mondays are depressing. Exactly. There you You've go. You've nailed it, Jerry. I've nailed it. The most popular day of the week for traffic on the website Pornhub is Monday. Well, you love this Pornhub. And you the always le- reference Pornhub. No, this Chris Sims references Pornhub. And the least popular Saturday, going with my theory, Saturday date night. Right. You can't do that, then go on a date. Yeah, I'm I guess telling so. you. I guess so. Well, when you're 25, yes. Okay. But when you're 45, 45, clearly not. No. Well, clearly not. You do you feel do like your things. life is half over? Uh, do you ever think in those terms? Half? Well, I only say, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, and I'm fine with that. This has been a long time, 45 years is a well, long time. Well, that's what you say. Do you feel like your life has gone by in a blink and that you're going to wake up be 90 one day? Uh, n- mm. I would oh, say he's... no, but I woke up and was 45 one day. I'm only asking because I actually just came across um, yesterday or the day before that a, a new app. I forget the name of it, but it basically says calculate your life. And you put in all your habits and blah, blah. And, you know, it pretty tells you what you should live to. Okay. And then calculates where you're at. And I just figure. Did you do it? I did. And what did you come up with? It said I should live till I'm 91. Really? Yes. So, which I find hard to believe because I guess it's an app. I can't exactly explain to them that I got two bad feet, a bad shoulder. You know, my back is killing me. So I don't put all that into it. Right. But I, I 91's good, I thought. No, it's excellent. So I'm only... 45% of the way there. I'm not even halfway there yet. I think anything north of 82 years old, you've, you've had success. a good life. Yeah, success. So it's, that's like it's house money after 82. Yeah, 82. I just think the thing that gets me is I still feel like if you told me I had to go to my homeroom tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. at my old high school, I'm ready to go. <laughs> like, I don't feel any different than I was 18. Right. Mentally, you're ready to you're ready to go right back there. And then I'm ready to go to baseball practice after, after class at 3. When the, when the school day's over. It goes very fast, Jerry. Yeah, and then, I don't know. I was just thinking of that. The great Kenny Chesney has a song called Don't Blink. That, uh, that'd be that, hard. How do you that, not blink? Well, no, no. He's meaning if when you you blink and then you wake up and you're 25, you blink, you wake up your and you're 45. Yeah, it's not literally blinking. It's more like a figure of speech. Oh, because uh, if you blink, you're going to be older than you are. Yeah. So do you, like, just hold your eyelids open? Well, again, it's really just his, it's a matter of speech. It's not, he's not saying don't blink because you physically have to blink. Would you like to go back in time? If I can get you a, if I can get you Michael J. Fox's Delorean, All right. would you be interested in going back in time? Um, well, I no would No guarantee say, you come back. Yeah, no, I'm going to say no then. I'm say no to that. I'm going to say no to that. Wouldn't want to see 1953? No. My mom told, always told me that I should have been born, I should have been a teenager in the 50s. She said you would have liked it then. Like so my parents say to me all the really? time. Really? She yes. said the mu- you would have loved the music, the cars. Oh. As Kim, next time you see her, my, yeah. mother, my mother's big joke is I was born 40. I was born in the wrong generation. Yeah. Oh, well, all right. You avoided Vietnam. I mean, right. Yeah, thing. that I could not have my handled. My dad did that. So. Yes, my dad as well. Anyway. All right. Oh, we just brought everything down. I tried to end with a nice porn story, and now <laughs> well, we're into Vietnam yeah, see, conflict. Here's the thing. Your porn stories, though, are, are actually depressing. <laughs> well, you can't do that when you're 45. <laughs> uh, man, life slows down. Mm. Uh, and don't blink, do Jerry. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Oh, right. We're going on vacation. You have a great trip. Where are you going? I'm, I know you. You love traveling. I'm just going uh, down the shore. You're going to bike uh, 100 miles? I will bike, not 100 miles. I do plan on doing some biking, some so swimming. So I got my bike's ready to go. It is. I've inflated the tires yesterday. Okay. I couldn't go riding yesterday because we had baseball practice at 5.30 or 6 or whatever time it was. Today's the day. Are you going anywhere on your on your week vacation? I can't. 
I have the Cowboys I got to deal with, and I got Columbia now. So, so what will you do? My freedom's I, over. You do not like being home. I hate being home. So what well, will you do? Monday, I got to go to practice, so I'm going to spend the day at Columbia Monday. Okay. Tuesday night, I got to go do the certification to coach. So I have no idea what I'll do all day Tuesday, but Tuesday night's shot. Wednesday's going to be a beach day. Friday will be a beach day. Thursday's going to be a Cowboy day. No. You know what? The Cowboys play Thursday night. I don't know. What beach will we see you at? I won't tell you that. Okay. Maybe you and I will meet up. But it'll be the, the Jersey Shore. Maybe you and I meet up at a beach. You tell me, I'll be there. Kids will be there too, but they won't bother you. I think I'm going to speak to a class the next Wednesday at college about um, about podcasting. Good for you. <laughs> you are become the podcasting legend. And by the oh, way, my right. podcasting career is going to end if I don't leave. Now. Oh, bye, Jerry. I'll see you next week. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show wow! with the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.